Voices Loudspeaker. Welcome to Connecting a Better World, where we spend time meeting some of the most incredible human beings who make this world a better place. We will learn how each individual took their ideas, mission, and purpose to create and serve others in business and organizations that surround social good, social entrepreneurship, and social impact, and find out how we, together, can further connect others to help. I am your host, Dr. Natalie Phillips. Today, I spend time with Holly Hartman, motivational keynote speaker, best-selling author, life and recovery coach, domestic violence advocate, as well as event and podcast host. Holly helps guide and connect you to your authentic self so that you can enjoy the sweetness of life and create the life of your dreams and the life that you deserve. She empowers women to learn to love themselves through intentional and unapologetic solo dating, and she helps women connect through discovering their core values. All right, so we are here with Holly Hartman, and I'm super excited because, like many of my previous shows, and I'm sure with Holly too, I know that I had spent some time talking to her about um, just how we met on her podcast as well. We met on Clubhouse, shocker! (laughs) So we met on Clubhouse, and um, I am just so drawn to Holly's energy and what she brings to the table and her value, and so I am excited to introduce her to my listeners. So welcome, Holly, first of all. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. And I love your energy too. So this is always fun. (laughs) Yes. I think that we're totally on board with each other with connections and just empowering people and really getting people to live their best lives. And so, you know, with that, um, first of all, I want to get my, my listeners introduced to you. So tell me a little bit more about your story, like who you are, what's, what's a little bit more about your background to get them started. Yeah, so I'm, I, I would call myself a multi-passionate missionpreneur um, because everything I do, the undercurrent is how can I help people? And then more specifically, how can I pe- help people break toxic cycles? Because oftentimes we're brought up in dysfunctional families or brought up in this dysfunctional world and what we know to be normal may not be normal. And then how can we change those patterns? But it comes with self-awareness, self-acceptance, and then tools that we can do to move people forward. Um, And really, truthfully, it's because I've gone through that. And so I share my experience, strength, and hope with people. And I'm still uh, in the process of healing and growing as we always are, I think, until we die, if we're we're doing it right, in my opinion. And uh, so I'm a life transformation and trauma and recovery coach. I'm a faith-based domestic violence advocate advocate. I also have a podcast and I have lots of support groups that I help run online and um, just help people get connected, connected to who their authentic self is so they can live the life of their dreams. And so there's all kinds of things I do to make that happen. Yeah. And I want to touch upon some of those things too, as well, but just kind of start us off to, you know, growing up, I love to show that people that I talk to and I get to know, you know, really we're all normal, regular people, right? So for you, Holly, um, can you think back on maybe somebody when, as you were growing up that you had as a role model 
to take you into the spot of where you are right now. I'm sure some of your experiences, like what you said, have really developed into who you are or helped you develop into who you are. But was there somebody, because you're giving back in so many different ways. So was there somebody in your um, lifetime that was kind of a role model where your heart of service that you can remember that your heart of service is going back to? Uh. I would say the biggest thing that made an impact for me was in my youth group. I was brought up in the church and the Christian faith and um, the youth group. I would, I mean, I would sneak out of, not sneak out of school, but I'd leave school and walk there and like almost break into the church early so I could be there for when everybody got there Um, because I had that um, healthy adults that poured love into me that helped me have a safe space to learn and grow Um, because I wouldn't. Up until a couple of years ago, I would have said a normal childhood. Um, but the reality is part of the um, things I've experienced is because I had a covert narcissist parent. And so I had to learn different ways and other role models to pour into me. And um, because I became the parent when I was like two or three, like I took on that role. So really having those role models, it, it has been a challenge. I became the role model at a very young age. <laughs> I love that. And, you know, I recently had a reunion with my own youth group, and I thought that was so amazing. And we kind of sat back and we laughed because now we all have children, right? And I do remember some of those great memories of these adults that were kind of these role models in our lives um, because they wanted to and they believed in us, right? And I think that sometimes, you know, remembering them and even like reaching out to them, you know, if you can, to let them know how big of an impact that they've had on your life, whether it's a role model, um, you know, it doesn't have to be a youth group, but you know, we sat back in our youth group reunion and we thought, wow, you know, some of our kids don't have like what we had back then because things are so different now. Um, and there are definite ways that kids can get plugged in, but remember as an adult, how important that was to have those adults around you. So I love that, that it took you back to that, to really, you know, think about who was it, if it wasn't your parents, because sometimes it, it just isn't, but that you had other adults in your life that were true role models and helped you create this, I think, core value, right? And I think core values are so important to you, but this core value of what can I do for others? And so I I absolutely love that. So, you know, talking a little bit more about what you do, let's, let's, let's talk um, about, you know, why you wanted to start giving back. I mean, you give back in so many different ways, right? You said you are a life and recovery coach and a domestic violence advocate as well, but then you also have events. So let's kind of go through um, the life and recovery coach. And, um, and if this bleeds into some of the other things that you do, you know, great, but you know, why, Let's get to the why, maybe, of why you feel like you want to give back in this way, to empower women and men to be more of their authentic self by understanding their core values. Oh, I I love the question. And, you know, when we talk about, for me, at least for my core values, service, I'm an Enneagram too. So by nature, everything about me is about helping, really. Like, so... um, So I would have probably been this, whether I had stuff in my past or not, I would have found some kind of path to be where I'm at would be my guess to some capacity. And if you're listening and don't know the Enneagram, the Enneagram too is the helper. And um, so that is who I am in in many capacities. But why I am a trauma and recovery coach is because I've been there Um, because I want to be that person that that I, I needed five years ago. 
um, when I was looking for that support, when I was looking for that help, when I, when I didn't know where to turn from, I know what that feels like. I know that scary feeling. I know that emptiness. I know that, um, that not sure what's going on because I'm a domestic violence advocate because I experience covert abuse. And oftentimes what I find is that most people don't even know they're being abused because it was their normal. We talk about how um, red flags turn to green flags when that was your normal. And so many people have experienced trauma in their life. Why am I recovery is because I have 12 years of recovery myself. I have not drank in 12 years. And, um, and so I've gone through 12-step programs, so I know what it takes to recover. I know what it looks like to have covert abuse. I know what it looks like to learn how to love yourself. And so really just take people on the journey with me. Have I figured it all out? Well, heck no, I haven't. But what I can say is that if you were where I was five years ago, I have a path to get you out. And I'm going to shine the light and I'm going to meet you where you're at. I'm going to love you until you can learn how to love yourself. And so we have support groups for that where people can join for free. Solo date challenge. That was given. That was my God given gift. I heard him say, you need to date yourself before you do this. Cause I saw there was a pattern in my life that I was repeating and I was doing self-development work. And I'm like, how is it that I'm doing all this work? I'm sober and I still get in this place. I'm the common denominator and I got to change whatever that is. And so I can see that in others now and shine that light and love them through it, not judge them through it. And people just need somebody to walk alongside of them. And that's really what I do. I love that. Okay. So, you know, which leads me kind of into another question of, you know, taking your experience, right? And that's a huge thing is taking that experience and helping somebody else, right? Then you know that whatever you've gone through really is to get to your lesson, but then also to be able to use it for somebody else that might not necessarily have that voice yet. So having that voice, you know, you can be that voice for women, right? But what made you think about really expanding this to also including men as well and being able to help men? Yeah. So it's funny when I first it was out of my recovery or was in my recovery journey where I started doing solo date challenge, which is empowering people to learn how to love themselves through solo dating. So that is what solo date challenge is. It's about filling your cup. It's about learning your core values and who you are and then doing it unapologetically. And so that's what solo date challenge is. And when I was in recovery after my abuse, I was really um, hypervigilant around men. I was scared of men. I didn't trust them. And, and so I, it was not an open thing for me to help men. I'm like, no, I am supposed to only help women. And it was mostly due to my own fear. But over the past couple of years, I have healed that wound. And I've had so many men watch this journey that I've been on because I'm very active on Facebook sharing my life out loud because I believe that people need to see it's real and, and know that I'm authentic and I'm not just selling a bill of goods. I am truly living this life and it's working for me. So men have been following me on this journey and I get messages weekly of men that are going, I'm doing this in my life and look what it's done. It's changed my life. And when you get so many of those messages, you realize that they need it too. And who am I not to do that? If they're already doing it with me, how can I support them even more? And that's, that's really how it's come about. 
Wow. Okay. So, you know, as people, let's say somebody is interested in learning about the solo date challenge, right? Do you walk, walk me through some of the things that you start with to get them to that point? Is it really sitting down? Cause I know core values is huge. And so is it really sitting down to make sure that they understand what their core values are and then do they take that into these challenges? Yeah. So, you know, to start really a lot of entry point, because so many people don't even know where to start. We just let them join the group for free. Just watch what other people are doing. Challenge yourself to take yourself out to a restaurant because to some people, they have never done that. So even starting small, even going with talking about our core values first may not be their entry point. It truly could be. Can you find an hour to yourself a week? Because most people say they don't have that. Okay. Can you find an hour to yourself multiple times a week? Or can you wake up early and journal with yourself? There, There's lots of different things you can do that we have to meet them where they're at. Because for some people that are depressed, it could be just walking outside for five minutes. And then I have some people that have been doing personal development for a long time, and they're ready to like really dig deep. And then I have other workshops that I can do with them, one being the 21-Day Unmasking Self-Love Challenge, where we do mirror work. We do deep work, but we do it in a small, intimate group. And then I do one-on-one coaching for the people that want to really dig deep and have that accountability. So we're really going to meet you wherever you're at on that. And, um, and people will move along the spectrum. Um, but the core values, to your point, is the foundational work that I really want everybody to start on, but not everybody's ready there. Um, because when you start doing things that line up with your core values, so mine are connection, service, freedom, creativity, and growth. And then efficiency is really up there for me as well. Um, so as long as I'm doing things that line up with those, I'm filling my cup and it's a solo date for me, but my solo date may not look like your solo date. And that is okay. I love that because I think that's so true. There are times where I have worked with some people on core values and they just go blank because it's kind of a scary thing if you really haven't spent time. And honestly, you know, up until maybe a couple of years ago, I didn't have my core values defined, right? And you feel like that, like you're at a certain point if you can define them, but it's not really true because you could be living with them, right? And you're learning about it and you could be, you know, making these decisions, not even knowing that the decisions that you're making are because of what these strong values are that, that, you know, when you stop to define them, great. But Again, like what you said, you might not necessarily be ready or be ready to understand that I have looked at people and they're just kind of blank and saying, I don't know, like I'll just pick out some things, right? But I think that, um, you know, really getting to know yourself. um, I love how you said meeting a person where they are because it could just be, you know, getting them down from, okay, where's that hour? Okay. How about the 30 minutes? How about, okay, five minutes, just walk outside or whatever it is. People are at different places in their lives. And I think that understanding that to start off with is huge. So I love your point about that too. And I think that's great. Um, Okay. So talk to me a little bit more about your podcast. You have two different podcasts, the Solo Date Challenge and the Healing Playground. And are both of them going on? And are you looking for different guests or people to interview as well? Yeah. So the Solo Date Challenge podcast is ongoing. The Healing Playground was just basically a chapter and I'll explain what that means. But Solo Date Challenge, we talk about self-healing, self-love, 
self-care and solo dating. And so right now I've actually had quite a few males on there recently. So I am opening that up more so people can hear their male voice on it. And there's stories of survivors and thrivers, but then there's also professionals that are out in the field that help people that are like my clients. Um, Because for me, I have an abundance mindset that if I bring a coach on, they may talk to a different frequency of one of my clients or somebody that's listening that could um, connect with them more. We're in 24 different countries. And um, so it's heard around the globe, self-love and self-care. All this is needed across the globe. And uh, so we're, it's just sharing life and having conversations and finding people's path of what's working for them. Cause what works for me, not work for you, but I'm going to find other people that have voices that they might share what's going to help you. And and that's really what it's about. I love it. And the other podcast you were yeah, going to talk about as well. Background. So I was a part of a book collaboration on recovery after narcissistic abuse. And I'll show that here. And so I became an international bestselling author with this book this year. So it will be in the links that she'll post. Um, and all the authors, because there was a collaborative effort where we shared our story of recovery. And then what are the, the things, just like I talked about, where we're going to talk about different healing modalities. That's what we talk about in each episode. And then how can you heal? Because we can do a lot of this stuff for free. Most people go, oh, I can't afford it. I won't even start. There is so much free stuff out there to get the healing that you need, that you can do that. And that's what the book is, really. It's this um, giving you hope, saying we've been there but we're thriving and this is going to give you hope. And really that's what the podcast is. I interview each of those authors to get a little bit deeper. Oh, I love it. Okay. So, you know, if listeners are wanting to be involved in any way, anything that you've talked about so far, what kinds of things, um, well, first of all, there's two things, be involved with what you're doing. Um, what kinds of things would you need to move forward? Or maybe they just want to get involved in um, following you and the solo date challenges um, and the Facebook groups, I believe, right? So how would people get involved with what you're doing? Yes. So solo date challenge, you can look up if you type into Facebook groups and actually write solo date challenge, you'll find one for women and then you'll find one for men. And that, you know, whatever you identify with, you're welcome in our group. So if you happen to be um, somewhere else in the middle or wherever, whatever you identify with, we welcome you. Just find which group fits for you. Um, but predominantly, it's mostly women and the women's group and, and the vice versa. And uh, but Solidate Challenge, that's where we sit. That's where we commune. That's where we connect. And uh, it is one of the most positive, uplifting groups that you can connect with. And I'm not, this is just seeing people's transformation. Um, there's not a lot of positive groups that are out there that like really encourage each other that are very active. And so they'll welcome you into the group and, and encourage you until you're ready to do whatever it is that's next for you. Awesome. And then in that group, you're in there so that if they wanted to dive a little bit deeper to even work with you, that would be possible? Yes, absolutely. So if you want to even connect with me, I've got a scheduler in my link me or link tree, and you can actually schedule a free 30 minute session with me. If you want to go, I'm all about getting people connected to their next steps. So if I can help you, amazing. I'm super resourceful. So if it's not the things that I offer, I guarantee I can connect you to your next best steps. And I, and I offer a free 30 minute session because for me, I want to work with people we connect with. I don't want to waste your time and I want to help you get connected 
into your next steps because healing, when we're intentional about it, we can make big shifts and big strides. If you've been doing the same thing, like some of the self-healing work on your own and you feel like you're not getting where you need to go, you might need that additional help. And I can either do that or in my support network of amazing coaches and people that I've connected with, I can get you connected to the next steps. Um, So that's huge. I mean, I think we just all need support. Yeah, I love that. I love it. And from one connector to another connector, that's what it's all about. It's, you know, you connect to people because you can, but it's also kind of like a Rolodex or having these resources at the tip of your fingers, right? And so again, to get connected to Holly, we are going to have all of her um, resources in our show notes, including her link tree where you can get further connected. So, um, you know, go ahead and visit that. Okay. So what are some different upcoming maybe projects or programs that you might have that you're working on? Yeah. So one, the the 21 day unmasking self-love challenge, we are on day 19 of the round that we're doing right now, but on um, November 1st, we will start another 21 day challenge. And that's only $20 to join that challenge. And I'm in that group. We do journal exercises. That's five to 10 minutes to yourself, but Women that have experienced this, and so far I'm only offering it to women, but I'll probably offer it to men soon. Um, the life-changing transformations, a lot of therapists send their, their patients to me. To, and, and another lady just came back from a healing retreat, and she goes, that program that you had me do was my pregame for this other thing. She goes, I got more healing this weekend because I was ready. And mm-hmm. so for a lot of people that have never experienced this type of work, to be able to start there and then go into my coaching program, you are primed and ready for really deep work and you're not doing it alone. And so it's kind of that meet you part way. There's a DIY people that are going to get that book and they're going to do it on their own. There's the do it with you people that they need that support group and there's the do it for you. I'm there in the trenches with you. Right. And so depending on where you're at, we have a program for you. Is there a special reason why it's 21 days, like that number of 21? Yeah. I mean, you know, there's so many studies that say, you know, it takes 21 days to form a habit. And so when we start showing ourselves that we are worth it, when we're enough, when we can say, I can give myself five to 10 minutes of looking at myself in the mirror and saying, I'm enough. I love myself. After the 21 days, you believe it. You, you don't have to go back to how you felt where I wasn't worthy and I wasn't enough and all those things. Because when we start to actually believe that we're enough, like at our core, everything else in life changes. It truly does. And I know that sounds like way big and way I've seen it happen. I've had women that have been in recovery with me for years that when they started doing this 20 way day challenge, so much has shifted in their life. And it feels really surreal and a little feels like an egotistical thing to say. It's not. It truly I've seen these transformations happen. And I'm, it's, a, it's a miracle, to be quite honest, in my opinion, to see these shifts happen. But in 21 days, can you invest that in yourself? Can you do that for yourself? It's amazing what happens. Yeah. And I totally agree about the momentum when you're starting off something to really get into that groove. And once you kind of get to a certain point, like it's harder to give it up than continue. Right. And it's really that momentum, that action that you're taking. So I love that it's a 21 day um, challenge. Okay. So you had also talked to me um, before we kind of went live here about a fundraiser. Now, what are you doing with that? And how can we help you get out the word and the information for the awareness for your fundraiser as well. 
Yeah, thank you. Yes. So I'm an international public speaker as well. And I heard this beautiful girl's story. Her name is Florentina. She is a four-year-old little girl with neuroplastoma. um, And she lives in the UK. And her mother and I believe her aunt might have been on Instagram Live. This was just a few weeks ago. And we're talking about how they're raising $250,000 for her to come to the United States to get this treatment um, that will give her a 90% chance of life. And so myself and some other um, international speakers have come together to create a charity called Speak Up Events, where it's a motivational speaker event. We have Sir Marco Robinson, who's number two on Netflix for a, um, a Uh, something he produced recently called The Legend of Lies, I think. Um, He's also done philanthropy where he's given away houses. So he's one of the motivational speakers, Um, a lady that was on The Apprentice is speaking. And so we have these celebrities. So it's an entertainment event um, that you can be a part of. You can donate to the charity. We are just trying to save this little girl's life. And it's on December 12th. But we have virtual tickets for anybody that can't fly to the UK. Um, and then we have tickets and they're reasonable. It's $14 to get a virtual ticket to contribute to saving a little girl's life. Um, so we're coming together. There's 50 people across the globe, Africa, the UK, Australia. I mean, it is a global humanitarian effort to help save this little girl's life. And it just feels so cool to be a part of it. That is awesome. So thank you. I'm so glad that you were able to share that. Hopefully we can get that out as well. You know, are there any stories or experience that have touched your heart um, to help or be the reason actually that you continue to give back in this way and what you do? Um, you know, like right now I'm working with a, a with a young woman. Um, well, I guess she's my, we're about the same age, so I, I'll keep myself a young woman. How about that? Um, and she's, She's recently coming on a one year of recovery, actually sponsor her. And the reason why I share this is is she's very public with her recovery. We're going to restart a YouTube channel called Redheads in Recovery because she's also a redhead. And um, and she's part of that 2% that don't recover um, because she was on the streets and she was, um, you know, drug user and, you know, didn't, was homeless, really had a very hard life. And she's now a year clean coming up this November 1st. And to see only 2% get out of that and to see her journey and her light and her love, and she's an Enneagram too. So she just is this beautiful light that she just needed somebody to love her to like carry her through this and not drag her through. She's willingly working through it. But when you see that you can make an impact on somebody in that way, that only had a 2% chance to get out of that. And then their life is changing. And now her goal is to go speak and share her journey. So other people can get out too, or for family members that have somebody that's going through it and saying, this is what I experienced. And it's hard. It's raw. Her story. I'm like, I'm like, that's for the movies. And she's going to share it because she wants to save other people too, you know? And so it's really, that's, you know, if you can help change somebody's life and break those patterns. So then that ripple effect, that's -hmm. what it's about for me. It's like when people go, okay, I can't change the world. I can't, you help impact one person's life. You don't know the ripple effect of how that really changes the world. And so that's where I say is help that one person compliment somebody out of the grocery store, like the little ripples that we can do to put out in the world. That's how you're changing the world. Yeah, I love that because it's really about positivity that you're putting out there. And as that positivity that those little, you know, pebbles that you're putting in, right, it is that ripple effect. And 
And it's really taking that ripple effect by using your own story and by owning your story. And I think that confidence that maybe you've had this impact on this woman, right, that you're doing this with, you know, she now has the confidence to push out to really impact other people. And I know it's, it's about just not worrying about the masses, but if you can just reach that one person, that's all you need because that person, you know, can then take it further. And I think that that's so important to point out because I think that's really how we change this world a little bit at a time, right? To make a bigger impact. Um, so I absolutely love that. Um, you know, is there anything else that you would love to share about what you're doing that we might have missed or really to get people involved in what you're doing? Um, you know, I think for me, so I I post positive stuff every day and it's important for me to do that. That's something I do. First thing I wake up in the morning, I, I put that out in the world. And I think right now the energy is so dense in the world. There is just, there's so much that we have to go against that's negative out in the world. So my encouragement to anybody listening is like, one thing you can do to offset that is how can you bring light to the world? What can you do through your time, your talents, your treasures, your voice? Um, how can you bring light to the world instead of that darkness? Because we don't need to feed the bear of negativity because that's easy to feed. So when we see that, don't feed it flip that script because we need an, enough people to be shifting that energy um, to make an impact on the world because there's plenty of us out there doing this work. But if you're listening, going, who am I? Start with posting positive stuff for every day. I mean, that's really what I was doing. And I have over 5,000 people following me every day that they're like, you're, I favorite your page because I know I'm going to get fed before my day gets started. And that's not an ego thing. I'm saying that's something free that you can do to give back to the world very easily and doesn't take a lot of time and effort and work. And you will make a shift and you'll see it in your energy and your life and the people that are around you. Oh, I love that. That is such great advice to really using yourself to make this world a better place, right? And I think that's one of the biggest things that this is why, you know, I I do this podcast because it's not about me. It's about meeting someone who is exactly is who is doing exactly what they need to do because they've answered that, right? They've answered that little urge. And I think that your challenge even of putting some positivity out in the world, if you're just posting it, it's free. You can do it. Obviously, you know, people are looking for that. That's why you have those 5,000 followers is because people are looking for that positivity. So I love that advice because it's something that everybody can do and really kind of digging into, you know, how are you feeling at that moment and how can you pass on that feeling, you know, through social media, social media can be very, very powerful in that way. If you're putting out the right type of content, um, that is not just getting followers, but it's because it comes from here. It comes from your heart and what you're feeling at that moment to be able to reach that one person, just focus on that one person, right? Mm -hmm. That one person that it's going to touch. So I absolutely love that, Holly. Well, thank you so, so, so much for being here with me. I'm so glad that I was able to share some of the great things that you're doing for this world and for even just communities that you're building as well. And so I just thank you so much for your time and to be able to share that with me and with also my listeners. Um, so thank you so much, Holly. Thank you. I enjoyed it so, so much. Yeah, just follow my link tree and you'll find out all the new things that I'm doing. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in to Connecting a Better World and thank you NOCO FM for supporting this show. 
If you connected to something in this episode, we would love to hear from you. Our contact info will be listed in the show notes, as well as you can reach us on our social media channels. Please feel free to share our podcast with your friends and loved ones. For more shows, please tune in to nocode.fm online. This is Loudspeaker.